0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here. It's Fightful Wrestling. It's May 9th, 2022. Denise Salcedo and I giggling like little schoolgirls for no reason at all.
1: Yeah, no reason at all. No
0: reason at all. No
1: reason at all.
0: all. Uh, Leave a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe. We got all kinds of great stuff coming for you this week. How about this? I got an interview with Braun Breaker dropping Tuesday. Uh, I know Denise uh just loves interviewing Braun Breaker. We're dropping ours. Um, stay tuned for the end of that, where he thought I was serious and thought that I really believed that Malcolm Bivens could beat up Rick Steiner. That was a good one. Uh, but I got Eddie Kingston this week as well talking New Japan, talking AEW, uh, talking about that kid that he says that he absolutely didn't run over in TNA wrestling. Um that, that was interesting. And then I got MLW's Court Bauer this week as well. You can get early access to all those on Fightful Select Tier 2. I'll brag about Fightful Select later. Denny Salcedo, how you doing? I know how you're doing a little bit because we had a show today, uh, Smack Talk Showdown, over on your channel.
1: Dude, we've just been doing a bunch of shows because yesterday you appeared on the watch along and then immediately after that, we did the backlash post show. And then today we did the, the smack talk showdown video, which was so much fun. We had Chris Van Vliet and Robbie Fox who like, you didn't even know we're going to be on the show, which was very exciting for me. Um, and then afterwards, well, and then we did, we're doing this show now.
0: We did as many shows together since yesterday as we did like all of April. I know. I know.
1: and then I was in here last week, and there were some things that happened on on Raw today, and I was like, mainly with the 24-7 title picture, I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, do I really care? Not really.
0: <laughs> there's some stuff I liked. There was some stuff that looked promising to me. Then there's some stuff that I jinxed, Denise. Oh, boy. But leave a thumbs up on this video. If you want your question or statement read on the air, donate Super Chats. Donate Humper Chats. You can go to humperchats.com. If you want your question or statement read on the air, but maybe you listen on demand, you listen via our great audio platforms, which are available everywhere. You can go to humperchats.com and leave a question or statement before the show or during the show. doesn't really matter, but this show brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful, athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, and DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code Fightful. Denise, you weren't here last week. Did, did you miss Monday Night Raw? Uh,
1: do you want an honest answer or do you want an like... An answer? Do you want, do you an, want an honest, honest answer? answer? Well, my honest answer is no. I was at NBC and I had a blast. I actually reconnected with some of my old friends from my old uh, Hollywood red carpet days. And uh, I had a good time there, you know, it was just vibing watching the show doing some interviews I felt like the old me sean the 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 pre the pre-pandemic denise Salcedo.
0: so if you subscribe to uh, fightfulselect.com you would have seen the uh the rundown of this early you would have seen news of a return early we got all kinds of news over at fightfulselect.com and not only that we've got at least seven weekly shows and we're constantly throwing in more we got Q&A shows, we've got uh, exclusive backstage news shows, we got some exclusive interviews going up tomorrow ahead of uh, Battle Slam Vandetta's live free stream on Fight that Steven Jensen did. And also I'm doing figure hauls and card hauls over there, trading cards have blown up lately, so I do at least one of those uh, a week, but we'll
1: <laughs> about- yeah. The other day, Sean, the other day... I forgot what I was watching might've been wrestling, but I said, damn, who the hell buys trading cards? Like who buys playing cards?
0: People do. I, I don't collect them. Like there are a couple of exceptions. I'm keeping like the autograph cards that I see. And they make these cards that have like for baseball, like a piece of the bat or a piece of the ball or in wrestling, a piece of the canvas. I like those. I think that's very cool. But other than that, I'm getting them just for content and literally everything is for sale. So I have no idea how much this stuff is worth. I just know it's tax deductible on its content. So, there
1: I guess. Go. Yeah. So I didn't really realize that there was still a market for that. I knew it, back in the day there was, but I didn't up. know about yeah. now. It blew is up during the pandemic.
0: It blew up during the pandemic. Like I guess a lot of people were at home. I had a guy that kept telling me like in 2020, he's like, get cards, get cards. I was like, ah, oh, whatever, whatever. And he was right. He was absolutely right. They've blown up. So uh, check those out guys. I do. I've got some baseball stuff, UFC stuff, uh, NFL um, wrestling, all kinds of cool stuff over there on fightfulselect.com. And we've got dozens of episodes of figure hall with Jack's bone crunchers, AEW figures, ECW, San Francisco toy makers, Marvel, uh, even some uh, Funko Pops over there. So check that out. I don't really promote those an awful lot. But get those Super Chats, Humper Chats in. Let's talk WWE Raw. Milf and Cookies says, Hey, Sean, not a wrestling chat. What did you think of Michael Chandler's KO from this weekend? Oh, my God. Denise, did you happen to see that knockout? I
1: saw the video. I saw the video because I was out, but I saw the video on, on Twitter.
0: So I was... um driving back from under siege. I had covered that show and I drove straight to uh, one of my friend's houses. And he's like, you gotta see this. You gotta see this and pulls it up on his phone immediately. That was filthy. I don't think it was like the best knockout I've ever seen. Uh, Edson Barboza's spinning wheel kick is still my favorite uh, knockout I've ever seen. But uh, we got jam beard saying, I don't know who should win, but I feel like I would like to see money in the bank. Men be Cody edge, Champa, Balor, Sammy Gunther, Seamus, Nakamura, Maybe have Cody win it. I disagree with having Cody win it, Denise. And here's why because Cody needs, does need to be in a couple matches that maybe he doesn't win. And I think that's an easy one. And I think carrying around that briefcase is very dorky. Unless you're Brock Lesnar, you can pull it off. But I I think it's like, eh. It's not he doesn't really... really
1: need it. I think he's got more of like what can get him to the, what can get him to the title picture is his actual star power versus, Oh, I got this briefcase that Otis once held and here I am trying to cash it in to become champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think he should be the guy to win it. Uh, I would put him in something else instead.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Have his journey be different.
0: Interesting. Follow up says shout out Denise. Because she's cool and keeps running every day. Indeed. Brian says, can you confirm what Meltzer said about Roman signing a new deal for less dates? If not, can you find out the rumor? Uh, the rumor is his contract expires next April. Nope. Uh, he is factored into WWE plans for the foreseeable future. We had reported on FightfulSelect.com that his comments on Saturday were about him not doing smaller live events. A lot of people look at Roman Reigns and they're like, well, he's wrestled three or four times on TV this year. He's wrestled over 30 times across dark matches and house shows and all that. He's on pace to wrestle over a hundred times this year. Uh, And that's just based on the first four months. So he's been wrestling an awful lot. What did you think when you heard that Denise?
1: Dude, immediately I thought he's not going to be leaving anytime soon. Like I'm like a month or two months that I know. Right. So when I saw that immediately, I just thought, damn, if he were to leave in three to six months, let's just throw a random month out there. If he were to leave that soon, how maybe even a year, it would be something where I feel that WWE would be hurt by that tremendously because they don't got anybody else near the level of Roman Reigns. At all, and so to not have you know your stars. This kind of goes back to like you know building new stars, building all those people up, so that you can have if if Roman Reigns leaves you have somebody that you don't necessarily feel like, you know, everything's going downhill, that sort of thing. So that was my first thought. My first thought was, damn, that would suck for WWE, depending on the time frame and depending on where there are in terms of building stars. And then also, uh, I thought Roman Reigns would absolutely kill it. And you can, I don't know, Sean, how you feel about this, but I legitimately think that John Cena could have left a lot earlier and been, uh, he didn't have to stay in WWE for as long as he did. He could have left earlier and made like, his millions in Hollywood even faster. So I'm assuming that maybe Roman Reigns would not want to be in a situation where he's there for so long that maybe you pass up on a couple of millions from Hollywood.
0: So uh, easy plug for fightfulselect.com there. I talked about that on the backstage report podcast today. It's our exclusive news podcast. Uh, They expected him to get some offers once the Hobbs and Shaw thing happened. However, WWE is paying people some real big money now. They're not getting paid off the live event houses anymore. They're getting big downside guarantees and, and additional bonuses with that. Uh, it's, it's a new era in stuff like that. But, but then um, when
1: you see, Sean, when you see people like Dave Batista, John Cena, sure. The Rock, and when you see that kind of success that they're having, how can you not want a little taste of
0: that? That is that is absolutely true. I will say, um, if I'm WWE, I have a lot more money to play with than I did when John Cena left, when Dave Batista left, or when The Rock left. Because WWE has never had more money than they have now, uh, regardless of ratings or anything like that. Nerd Guru says, chat for Kate. We love her and hope she's okay. She's all right. She's taking some time off uh, today. Uh, I talked to her earlier. She's wonderful. Actually, she told me to tell you guys that her well-being would be on tier two of (laughs) Uh, (laughs) FightfulSelect.com. So I appreciate her for that. Joel Wood says, one thing I've enjoyed about Raw recently is there seems to be less filler. Everything seems to have a purpose behind it, even if the purpose isn't a good one sometimes. So as I got the rundown and posted it on FightfulSelect.com, there were 10 matches scheduled for tonight, Denise. I was very... I was very happy about that. I looked at that rundown, and I was like, damn. Did we get 10? No, I think we got eight or nine. Okay. But there was a lot less filler on this show. Now, I mean, you can say that you probably didn't care about plenty of what happened on the show, but it it did seem like much less filler.
1: No, I actually thought today's show was pretty decent. I didn't think it was – like, it wasn't half bad based on what they uh, have actually put out. I thought it was pretty good. I thought I I actually really enjoyed today's episode of Raw. There was a lot of new stuff, too. And by new, I mean new for Monday Night Raw.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mr. Andrew says, don't feel bad. SRS DQs are very common in wrestling. How can you protect wrestlers if one gets pinned? It's the ultimate conundrum. Well, if you're serious, that's ridiculous. Just don't book the match. But if you're not, I get it. Um, I said tonight it's been two or three weeks since WDB's had a no contest or DQ. They don't do that by accident. Hopefully it's a sign of things to change. Nope. We got three tonight, Denise. Uh, that is very annoying.
1: You think they heard you and they were like, no, Sean, no, we're gonna do it today. <laughs> I mean, they it's did poss- it just despite you.
0: It's possible because I I can I mean, I can tell you that uh <laughs> that they didn't have one of the finishes set as of yesterday. I had told you about that on the air, uh, but hmm. Rob Wilkins says happy tonsils awareness month. Some people have been made acutely aware. Brennan says they watched the backlash post-show and heard you mention the no DQ finishes. Oh,
1: you see somebody else thought it too.
0: I wasn't the only
1: one who thought it.
0: Well, let's talk about the opening uh, segment. We got RK-Bro and then the Street Profits. Oh, my gosh. The Street Profits promo I thought was very good. I thought Angelo Dawkins killed it here. And, like, they were pissed off that that RK-Bro did not mention them whatsoever when they got a match set up. RK-Bro having a bit of a, like a, a braggadocious time after they lost. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But then they had a killer match, as is tradition with these two. But this one was just amazing RK bro. Like the decision to keep them together has been a great one.
1: I love the opening of raw. I thought that they really, there was, there was two things that I think they really nailed, especially because it was back to back. They did a really good job today at the top of the show of setting up a segment that wasn't so boring where it gets, everything gets drawn out and then leading into a match that was actually good. We got two of that. Uh, We got a few of that today at the top of Raw. But with RK-Bro, I mean, we can sit here and really talk about how, you know, their pairing of RK-Bro has honestly been really good. And it's now, uh, you know, it's, you know, the evolution, I guess you can say, of RK-Bro has been a lot better. You have been seeing those changes. Somebody on Twitter mentioned to me how, you know, Matt Riddle's... uh, his his promos they aren't so like uh airhead-y anymore before they yeah. were a little bit airheady to the point where sometimes I didn't really think that all the jokes were funny and now they're kind of giving him lines where he kind of is a little bit more clever versus like I'm Patrick from Spongebob and this and that now yeah. he's actually coming up with some good stuff so there was this whole like little interaction that to me really got over and it was when Montez Ford was saying that they want the raw tag team titles and they want the smoke and then Matt Riddle was like so you want Want, you want the smoke? Let me tell you something. 410 420 says we just smoked your ass. I yes. loved it. Immediately popped for that. Um, I really hope that they start marketing that. I mean, I don't know if they will. Would they, Sean? Market something? Yeah, like that? at this
0: point. Yeah.
1: They, I mean, they said it on the air. Which is
0: funny because when I, I broke that story about WWE, not they, they test for marijuana, but they just don't find people for it anymore, right? But I had one of the officials that I talked to the higher up said, well, we're not going to make like in uh, cannabis incense anytime soon. Three days after I got that quote, they had an RK bro 420 smoking Cobra or smoking Viper shirt. That was like very heavily. I
1: didn't see it.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They certainly did. I mean, as they should, why not? Good, good for them.
1: I mean, they should market it. And then when they come to California, they'll sell a bunch of those.
0: Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, they they will sell a bunch of those. But the match was unbelievably good. Not even unbelievably good. RK-Bro is incredible. Street Profits are incredible. They have been killing it. Uh, I'm I'm ready to see some more tag teams. And how about this, Denise? Listen, I want to see RK-Bro against Edge and Damian Priest. I want to see RK-Bro against AJ Styles and Finn Balor. I want to see those like so badly now. And uh, we'll talk about that. I mean, hell we can jump right into it now because it's the judgment day promo.
1: Oh, but we got to talk really quickly about that finish though, for that title okay, match sure. with uh Ford doing the frog splash and while well, almost c- finishing the entire yeah. thing, but getting found into an RKO by Matt Riddle. I loved it. I just want to say that match was really good. And the-, the finish was great.
0: That was incredible. I love it. When Riddle hits the RKO, it's, like, I'm not going to say it's better than Randy. It's just so different. It's his own RK, RKO. He goes, like, heels to the ceiling when he does it. Randy is a little more, like, parallel and all that. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good time. I always like seeing that. Judgment Day promo. I posted a little teaser on Twitter, Denise, about, like, with Edge with short hair. Uh, somebody messaged me today, and they're like, Edge has the same haircut as Rhea. I was like, what? No.
1: They They did. They They did. And it looked good. Damien Priest has the top portion the same, but his like mullet from the back is a lot longer. So they all at least have the same part that's like pretty much the same from the front. I think everybody noticed that very quickly.
0: Yeah, I thought it looked good though. I thought it looked a lot better than his last short hair that he had.
1: It makes him. It looks. It makes his hair look a little bit more like has more volume. Has more volume. The volume is there. You know when you cut your hair short, all of a sudden it gets like extra poofy. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah.
0: I had a lot of people sending me the Rock. Somebody got a haircut clip today. I loved it. Uh, this promo was to introduce Rhea Ripley into Judgment Day, and she used that to say that. That was the reason she turned on Liv Morgan. How did you feel like she, she did in this promo, which I thought, again, went for that low-hanging fruit a little too much with, with the edge stuff, like, oh, you're all ugly
1: dude edge was wild in tonight he was like telling everybody you're ugly you keyboard warriors this town is he was checking every single box in like your you know heel heat 101 he was going off all crazy but I will tell you this I love this I loved everything I didn't this was the first edge promo in a while where I legitimately was paying attention and even though he was out there just you know basically doing nothing he wasn't saying anything different that I, you know we haven't heard telling the people that they're ugly but it was still funny and then on top of that uh in regards to Rhea Ripley that was one of the things that I mentioned on yesterday's show was you know her promo work hasn't necessarily been a plus plus right we know that but I think today She went in there. She got all her lines in. She didn't have any moment of hesitation, any moment of stuttering. Uh, She said everything flawlessly. So I got to say, I think Rhea looked very comfortable out there in this new role. I think this role probably, and I'm not speaking for her, but to me, it feels like she might feel a little bit more comfortable in this scenario and in this persona that she's now given to, uh, you know, Basically, because you saw that in her delivery. I thought her delivery was perfectly fine. And so that only screams to me that she's a little bit more comfortable. And I don't know, Sean, maybe it helps going out there cutting promos when you're there with other people and it's just, just not you by yourself staring at a camera, gotta say the words.
0: Yeah, I, I want Edge to help raise their their promo ability, not like lower it to, to county fair level stuff. I thought Damian Priest did good tonight too, but... We had Liv Morgan come out and <laughs> bless her heart, bless her heart, came out and was like, I don't give a heck about judgment day, whatever. And I was fearful that this would go like two minutes. Uh, but Kai says the best things come in threes. Very clever. Nerd Guru says, I thought for sure we'd get Bull Live Club. No, they were in no rush to help her.
1: That was but savage. That
0: was very savage. But I thought the in-ring match that Liv and Rhea had, it went about six minutes. I'm okay with them having a six-minute match. Some fights last six minutes. I just didn't want it to get like the two-minute thing after they had a run. They were competing at WrestleMania together and all that stuff.
1: All right. So I would have completely rewired this totally differently. And I'll tell you why. I don't like that we got Rhea versus Liv Morgan today. And I'm going to say why. So during this promo uh Rhea Ripley addresses Liv Morgan and so they go out there and they have this match and it's essentially you know Liv Morgan gets a couple of spots in there she gets a couple of kicks hits it into Gary that's pretty much all that I recall her doing in this match other than that it was Rhea Ripley literally just beating the crap out of her so this match was to make Rhea Ripley look good because you know she's part now of Judgment Day and this and that she's got the new look and this and that but here's the thing why completely uh Lower Liv Morgan to such a tier below Rhea Ripley when instead they could have had Rhea Ripley, you know, beat some like hat enha- like you know a- another girl that's maybe they could have brought in a jobber they could have brought in an enhancement talent they could have brought in somebody that was a couple tiers down that way they can actually take time to build up to Rhea Ripley versus Liv Morgan where Liv Morgan still feels credible enough to face Rhea Ripley and I don't think they should have done this match today because Liv Morgan. Earned her stripes. She earned her stripes in that feud with Becky Lynch, and so given the fact that she's gone toe to toe with Becky Lynch, it be- made her credible to head into a better, a better suited feud between her and Rhea Ripley. I think they could have uh, not had the match here tonight.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think yeah, I think they could have. Well, as I was saying, they could have had the match last night. They could have just had the match last night they before could've. she joined Judgment Day, but. I do think it made sense to have it after she joined Judgment Day as well, because that was the catalyst for her splitting. Uh, I thought the match was good. There was the beatdown afterwards.
1: What were they? What were? They, I feel so bad for Liv Morgan because first of all, nobody <laughs> came to her aid, and I thought, okay, nobody. this is just how the this is just how this thing is going to end. But then when Finn Balor comes out, I'm like, really. They're already done beating her up. And so I'm thinking, like, maybe he's going to do a late run-in. I don't know. No, he comes out chilling like he's had a day at the park. Music, walking, doesn't even care that this poor, innocent girl was just practically three-on-one there. Like, this was terrible. I felt so bad for Liv.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So... we got the the energy of jeff hardy saving matt hardy here as aj and i think Finn- this one was
1: worse though this one was worse
0: This was, this This one one was was worse.
1: Rhea was literally beating the crap out of her. And she was there with two guys who, if let's say Liv Morgan just happened to get one in on Rhea Ripley. Nah, those two guys were there. This was essentially a three-on-one attack, even though it was just one person essentially being physical with her. And nobody cared to do anything. He could have hit his music and it could have caused a distraction. They could have been like, oh, Finn Balor's coming out. Stop the attack. No, they didn't do that. It was sad. It's like, it's like if Liv didn't matter. That's just so mean.
0: Yeah. He <laughs> had no urgency to help whatsoever. None. It was, it was comical though. It was at least, at it, least was a little funny. It, it was sad. It was sad. sad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny as hell. I did. Sorry, Liv. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, so this leads to the Finn Balor, Damian Priest match and, we got it. We got our DQ. Edge runs in, stops it. We've seen this match reach its culmination before. Of the DQs tonight, I was like, all right, they're 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 leading to Bullet Club versus Judgment Day. So, okay, I get it. There, there is a reason for this. It's just, if you're real creative, you think of a way to do this without doing a DQ, or you book something that doesn't make you have to just waste a few minutes in the ring. It's not one of the worst DQs I've ever seen, but still, I I don't need it. I don't need a DQ. You can think of something else. How'd you feel?
1: I'm kind of with you in the sense that because you know where it's leading, you tolerate a little bit more, but I will tell you that I just wasn't interested in this match necessarily because... We've seen it before a couple of times. And so I didn't really care for what I was seeing. Cause again, I've seen it and I didn't feel like they did anything different during this match that I hadn't already seen.
0: Yeah. So this match ends and they're very clearly building to this bullet club judgment day thing, bullet club 7.0 RH says, well, Denise now admit that ria was right about nikki
1: dude they were both messed up i'm sorry but they both got issues
0: they do have both, they both have their problems sean garner says is live morgan joining bullet club i mean it, it wouldn't shock me to see you i wouldn't person.
1: after today sean <laughs>
0: yeah that's true, I didn't that's have true. Her back.
1: what does she have going for her there? she's gonna
0: start her own goth stable at this point <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude come on think about it like what ooh, like you guys could have helped me out you could have had my back and you did it why would i want to be part of your stable
0: oh man jesus christ uh so <laughs> shane haas says sean any chance in the future you see coat wd putting cody with aj and finn uh when or if he faces roman in the bloodline yeah and, i mean cody has that that background as well that that bullet club background so yeah i could i think they could end up doing that like sure why not
1: i'm just so happy for aj and finn this finally feels like a positive direction for the both of them uh you know we talked about the fact that i feel like they're not with you know with finn beller it's been it's been really down the shitter the last couple of months for him let's just be real it's been really bad for aj styles it just hasn't been at a phenomenal level per se but they just need a include them in bigger storylines for a, for excuse me for AJ Styles and just give something that's decent for Finn Balor at this point.
0: We've got some more super chats, Humper chats. Get them in, my friends. Jambeard Beard says today at work I showed a buddy buddy who is a non-wrestling fan the video of Denise trying to find out what a step host was. No. Oh, died laughing.
1: No. Oh, so, Sean, God. I have a question. Okay. If you are Let's say somebody, like somebody that doesn't know you, right? Like somebody doesn't know you and they find out like, oh, you're a wrestling fan and they're a wrestling fan. Do you tell people like what you do for a living or do you just kind of chill, you know?
0: No, never
1: had something similar like that happened to me what at the gym today. Well, Tell I me. walked in and the guy that knows me already because I always check in, he goes like, oh, Denise is back. And I was like, oh, hey. And I was wearing my NWO shirt to work out, but I had it zipped up because I had a sweater. And he's like, oh, you're a wrestling f-? He's like, you're a WWE Name fan? five
0: members of the NWO now.
1: He was like, you're a WWE fan. And I was like, uh, i was like damn it this is embarrassing i looked up and i was like yeah he's like yo he's like hey you know wrestlemania's coming next year he's like, i'm trying to save my money and i was like wow people actually know wrestlemania's coming next year <laughs> but i didn't tell him like what my job was or anything because i was too embarrassed i mean I i'm not embarrassed I'm of my
0: job because i'm no really...
1: i i'm not embarrassed of my job but it, yeah. it, it's a little i sound a little geeky
0: I mean, like, sometimes there will be people that will, like, they'll come. Okay, so this one was wild. Uh, I had a bed delivered to my house. And I opened up the door, and he goes, hey, you're the guy. And I'm like, what what do you mean? He's like, the wrestling guy. And I was like, that's weird. He goes, man, that guy with the face paint is crazy. And I was like, who's he talking about? And then I realized he was talking about Danhausen.
1: Oh my god, because you look like Dan Housen. No, Sean. he
0: was talking oh. no. Because <laughs> well, I I've think done you like, look ten, like Dan
1: Housen if I you don't. were to put the face paint on. Because
0: I've done like 10 interviews with Danhausen. But he said, Hey, it's you. You're the wrestling guy because he didn't know my name. He had just seen me standing next to some wrestlers at some point. Specifically Dan Housen.
1: Sean, I'm sorry, but if you were to put the face paint on like Dan Housen, honestly. It would take me a second to see which one was the real Dan there, and which one was not the real Dan, There's, Dan was a picture, There was a picture of Dan Housen that popped up on my freaking Twitter, and I legitimately for a second was like, is that Sean in makeup?
0: I mean, Dan Housen has pictures of him without the face paint on. Yeah, as but his I'm pin. saying
1: with the face paint, though. He
0: looks more like Frank the Clown without the paint than... I'm saying
1: with the face paint. If you both had the same face paint on at the exact same time, and you told me which one's the real Dan Housen, I'd be like, uh, it'd take me a second.
0: JWR says, just watch Doctor Strange 2. Now I get to listen to you two talk about Raw. It's better this way. Hollywood Denise. Shoosh. Gorilla Press says, get your SRS merch online at Fightful. You can shop.fightful.com. But you know what? That's not all we can tell you to get. You can get that wonderful Athletic Greens, that AG1, over at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. There's so many stressors in life. It's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give your bodies the nutrients it needs to to thrive. You hear Denise talking about going to the gym. You know what? You want that natural energy? Athletic Greens 1. One scoop of AG1 has 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. The special blend of high-quality bioavailable ingredients in a scoop of AG1. Work together to fill those nutritional gaps in your diet. Not just that. It helps you with energy, focus, gut health, digestion, and a healthy immune system it replaces all those products and pills with one healthy drink. You take one scoop a day, and you're good to go. You want to drink your multivitamin. It absorbs so much better. And the good thing about athleticgreens.com Fightful, they have changed their formula 53 times over the last decade. Almost once every couple of months, they're changing this to make it better for you, to work better. And athleticgreens.com slash Fightful gives you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. I take this stuff on the road with me. I'm going to have my travel packs nonstop between June and July. It's going to be a very, very busy summer for Fightful. And athleticgreens.com slash Fightful will be there with us. Check them out, my friends. Hit them up at athleticgreens on Twitter.
1: I measured my arms. I have 11-inch pythons.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> I'm working yeah. on my arms now. So How
0: big do you want them want them to be? No, I don't
1: want them big. I want them to shrink. I want to have like sh- shrink my arms.
0: You want to tone them basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't want muscles. Like, it's not for me. I don't want muscle. Yeah. I want like a very, t- like, I want a little skinny arm. Wow. I can't do it. Like, I just can't. Okay. But I measured them 11 inch pythons.
0: Skycinch says, Alley Catch said that 420 line when Bussy teamed with, or Bussy teamed with Grim Reefer on GCW recently. I love Grim Reefer I am Lucha. Is about thirty minutes behind. Had to pop in and show amor to L.A. Fightful Familia. S.R.S. to Espanol. Este mas o menos mi hermano. Saludos a Hollywood Salcedo.
1: I can't.
0: <laughs> I did great, didn't I? Didn't I?
1: I don't know what it is. You sound like I don't know. You sound like if you would have learned to speak Spanish in Kentucky in some like random barnyard like well
0: denise it's because i learned to speak spanish in kentucky in a random barnyard that's why
1: yeah that's exactly what i feel like in regards to that's that what, that's hey remember where... when you said you were on that farmer's class
0: farmer's class remember
1: you had that farming class where they teach you how to be a farmer oh yeah
0: yeah ffa um intro yeah. to agriculture yeah future farmers of i America. was
1: wondering about that they actually took you out to the farm did you like work any tractors and stuff like that
0: no nothing like that it, it's a program i mean i don't know if it's in urban areas too but they have it out here it's big out here because it's a rural area but they'll teach you like different aspects of agriculture like they so don't milk
1: cows or anything.
0: The, there are elements of it where you probably end up doing that. Yeah, I didn't make it that far. I was in it for like two years or two semesters, I think, maybe. So I okay. never got that far. You had to learn like the terminology. Like
1: I pictured you outside in some little overalls, <laughs> getting corn and like no, going out there and milking the cow. It
0: wasn't for me. I wasn't. I'm. I'm not like. I mean, I guess I just did it to do it, just to, to learn about it. But uh no, you, you learn like the terminology and all that stuff, like oh. the different kind of cows and all that, which I can't remember anymore. But there's uh,
1: different kinds of cows. Yeah,
0: like like heifers, holsteins, charlets, stuff like that.
1: Yeah. You learn and you know what from comes from day. cows, Denise. What? Leather. Oh yeah. Leather! So you were gonna say milk. <laughs> milk I've milked too. a cow once.
0: Oh God. We're not gonna hate the leather. We're gonna make it. <laughs> Jesus. Amazing. Danny says, I have a question. WWE has too many rematches. It's annoying. If someone like MJF or somebody from AEW goes to WWE, do you think they would demand to have fewer matches or rematches at least? Um, I doubt it because we're about to get Cody versus Seth Rollins three. So I highly doubt it. Um, but Cody's program has been a lot better, though. It's been a lot more satisfying creatively. Jambeard says, Okay, great. Now I got Denise looking at Sean and Danhausen at the same time, like the meme of Krusty and Homer dressed as Krusty the clown in my head. Hey, Danhausen's gonna be in Lexington this September. I'm hopefully gonna talk to him. Hopefully gonna think, Jesus please? golf with him. That would be cool. You,
1: you're yeah, you're still doing that.
0: Oh yeah. They run wrestling at Jesus Golf now.
1: Oh my God!
0: Tatanka was there.
1: Oh my God! Tatanka
0: and Cameron and Lady Frost, Alex Zane was there. Cowboy James Storm was there.
1: This feels like another universe to me. I could never. Hey, when am I going to get my invite? To your damn
0: rapture. What?
1: When am I going to get my invite to Kentucky? Sean,
0: you can come to Kentucky whenever you want.
1: I'm just gonna pop in. I'm gonna be like, Hey guys, what's up?
0: You're going to talk like that the whole time? We're not <laughs>
1: eating leather. No, because then people are going to be like, who's that Mexican girl? We don't like her. I mean. I don't know. Is it safe for me?
0: Like, there's there's a huge Mexican population here. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> I don't want to pop in and be like, oops, yeah. I got to go.
0: My gosh. Uh, Alex says, what are your guys' predictions for Money in the Bank winners this year? I'd say KO for men and Bailey for the women. I think Bailey for the women uh, works really, really well, and for the men, I, I think they need to go with a heel there. Who, Are we talking about
1: think? Money in the Bank predictions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, do you, is Bailey going to be back by then? I think so. Yeah. Yeah okay, I don't know because they've already had Oscar win it. I feel like she could be somebody there. If it was Bailey, I think Bailey. This would be the perfect way to get Bailey back into you know the groove of things. As for the guys, I legitimately don't know who I would give it to.
0: Interesting. Um, I'm. I don't want it to be Cody. I think Seth a, a Rollins? good that actually might be good. After he loses all these matches against Cody, he can win a qualifier. Or, or just get thrown into the match because it's WWE. And that's how he cuts the line. And then Cody's like in line for a title shot after that. But Seth's like, I'm just going to mess with you. I'm going to cash in just like I did at WrestleMania and screw you over.
1: No, I think that's some good I stuff. I know who it's going to be. You're not going to like
0: it. Tatanka.
1: No, it's going to be Omos.
0: Oh, no. I no. can see him doing
1: it. Where, what else is he going to do?
0: Not this. Not like this. He, Not they're like probably going to do
1: the whole, like, he's so tall, he don't even need a ladder type of deal. Ugh.
0: Chuck Vick says, enjoyed raw for the most part. Sean doesn't look like Dan Housen without makeup. He looks like Sullivan Bo Brown with a haircut. Have a good one.
1: Okay. You don't look like Dan Housen if you were to put the makeup on. Trust me.
0: Vallab says, Denise, did you know Tatanka means buffalo? I did. No,
1: I didn't actually. De- I learned two things right now in like the span of 20 minutes. There's different types of cows, and now I know that. It's great. David
0: Jackson says, Hey, SRS and Denise, it's my birthday soon. want to get this in before you all end the stream. Thanks for everything you all do. My 75 hard is over, but I say 365 hard with Bluetooth. Buddy, were you on the Fightful Twitter account yesterday? What is going on with you? But happy birthday, my friend. Uh, we appreciate you and we hope you have a good birthday. It's now 10 minutes away, but Uh, Happy birthday. We hope you have a good one.
1: Happy birthday, fellow Taurus.
0: Straight Edge said, did you guys think Bullet Club Judgment Day is inside Hell in a Cell? I think that would be good. I would love to see them have that tag match in Hell in a Cell.
1: Hey, Sean, speaking of birthdays, next week, this post show needs to be my birthday post show.
0: Okay, we'll do that.
1: Just throwing it out there.
0: When's your birthday?
1: You don't know my birthday?
0: I mean, it's May 18th. Sure.
1: Yeah, because you checked my Twitter account. Thanks. D-
0: between then and now? We're not what? eating leather, Denise.
1: I'm just saying, can we come in like in party hats or something?
0: Yeah, for sure. We'll throw a party. Next week is a party show for Denise's birthday. So yeah. everybody come dressed uh, in your, your finest clothes and your party hats.
1: Exactly.
0: Right. Ryan Martin says, this is a Judgment Day appreciation po- po- Post, blah, 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 post. I love this faction. Seeing Rhea and Damien standing side-by-side side with Edge on that stage tonight. They look so badass as a unit, and I love every second of it. I mean, the promos aren't hitting for me, but they're hitting for me. I I love these three together, and I think it can be very special, and I think it will be. A lot more special than the VIP lounge with Omos, uh, but... Cedric Alexander popping up is good. He is just, he's that guy. He won't let the Hurt Business go. He will not let it go. And he's like, new Hurt Business. Let's go, man. Me and Omas. Let's do the damn thing.
1: Poor guy. Poor guy.
0: I thought this made sense. Like to the bitter end, he was trying to make Hurt Business a thing. Bobby Lashley comes up there and beats that ass. And he's like, no, 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 I'm going to do this. I'm going to prove it to MVP and Omos, even though they want nothing to do with them. I like this. I mean, his career height was Hurt Business. So why would he not try to attach himself to that?
1: I get you. I just don't care that I feel like they've done it too many times where they like plug him into this picture, plug him out. Plug him in, plug them out. I'm sorry. Like, I have zero interest in everything that they're doing right now with Amaz, Bobby Lashley, everything. everything surrounding it. So I don't care if they put Cedric in or take him out. Makes no difference.
0: Dan Beard says Denise's birthday cake needs to be
1: a leather belt. Have some leather.
0: Oh, man. Oh, geez.
1: Man, I'm so hungry from my diet. I'd probably eat the leather.
0: Michael Branson
1: says
0: just "Just watch yesterday's show and step host why
1: what did I do yesterday I don't even remember Uh. oh yeah oh yeah
0: (laughs) oh man so Lashley versus Omos in a steel cage next week I
1: do you care
0: okay listen Lashley has one of the coolest cage match moments ever Okay, uh, And that was the Umaga spot. You know the one I'm talking about? I recall. Where Umaga was standing on the outside and Lashley just jumps into the cage and it knocks the cage thing down. That was f- like 15 years ago. He ain't the same Lashley. He's still very good, but I don't want to see him carrying Omas in there. I just don't think it'll be good. I think it'll be reminiscent of like a 1990 WWF steel cage match.
1: I hope that uh, the only way I'm going to be interested in this is no, I'm not. I can't even think of anything. They're going to have to really make it worth my time. Oh man. I didn't even write down notes for that segment. I literally wrote down notes for everything except that.
0: I got nothing. Veer won a squash match. Uh, The guy looked like Wardlow. You posted a pervy tweet. What did you think about this? Because it, it, here's here's what I thought about it. The same thing I thought about it last week and the week before that and the week before that and the week before that. It's the same shit.
1: Exactly. That's why I made a joke. Look, Sean. By the way, are, are, am I going to have like a social media meeting, Denise, behave well on social media?
0: No, nah, I don't give a shit what you do <laughs> on social media. I really don't. I don't care. I, I don't Put care. our me on what blast. Our, as, as long as our as the people that work with us, aren't posting something that is hurtful unless somebody said something horrible to them first. Cause I'll absolutely dunk on people that say shit to me first, but I don't care what you post. I don't care.
1: Okay. So I can be posting my bad jokes. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Well, I was afraid. I was like, Oh my God, I got in trouble. I got called no. out here on, on Twitter no. for, for, for misrepresenting the company as non-professional.
0: Absolutely not. We are, what, Listen, anybody who's going to dislike us or you has already chosen that before you posted a tweet like that.
1: That's true. My joke was funny, though. It was a good joke. It was very funny.
0: It was funny. Yeah. I think that Twitter
1: is definitely worth a follow. Cheap plug.
0: It's a good one. Michael Keys. Oh, thanks.
1: It's a good one. Thanks. Way to go in like, Wow. Go, Michael the Key chat. says
0: been working a lot lately so I've missed streams hope you guys are well if not I hope someone rubs your thighs I <laughs> hear that's a thing now Bonk. I'll t- I might tell that full story on Listen your boy this week like maybe like maybe once Jimmy was was told how it went down he he was concerned at first but then he heard what happened and he was like ah oh, well that sucks but it's funny so maybe I'll tell it on on Than your boy this week Uh, M. Darry says, sorry if I missed this, but they say uh, the title stays unified. Money in the Bank winner goes to mania. Does that mean, what does that mean for the Rumble winner? I think that's just a misspeak. I'm going to elaborate on that a little bit more. Um, So I'm not, I don't think that it has any bearing at all on Royal Rumble.
1: It'd be weird. It'd be weird.
0: Yeah. Why the hell are these Lacey videos on raw uh, so we haven't heard you talk about them yet here because we've got them on smackdown and on smackdown it seemed like they were trying to make her go heel with it because they were like oh give her the proper respect rafael says sitting in the super chat to say the lacy promo was absolute caca de perro caca bro your R, sean whatever this okay the first week i listened to it i go you know what that's good that that's emotional i don't need it five weeks and this time they're like hey guys uh, just so you all know Lacey's father's abused her here are several pictures of him the guy that abused her by the way he's dead <laughs> so what the hell <laughs>
1: Okay, so there was a couple of them that I thought were good. I was like, okay, this is inspiring. She's been through a lot of hell, and she's been through hell and back, right? You can't, you can't, like, when you hear somebody tell a story like that, like, you can't root against them, okay? And then, like you mentioned, this past week on Friday, they made it a very heel thing by saying, uh, by having the ring announcer say that Lacey Evans wants you to cheer for her and show her the proper respect. Uh, so that basically told me like hey maybe she's not supposed to be the baby face that we thought she was going to be right because it was for the most part like babyface stuff you know she's talking about her hard life etc and so kind of seeing the fact that they went this direction in terms of like the introduction it makes me wonder what's really going down with Lacey Evans and then when she popped up today I I went to the website and I, and I thought, "Man, I review this show every week. Is she all of a sudden in Raw? Did I miss did I miss some news? I thought I missed something where like somebody was just like randomly swapped into another brand or yeah. something." And nope, it still says Smackdown. And I don't know why we're getting these on Raw, but I don't feel like we should be getting them on both shows.
0: It's it's very strange that they're like Here's a survivor of abuse. You should boo her. Shit, what's man. what I'm saying. You can't
1: boo that.
0: But they have her me? come out, and they had that weird thing with, uh, what's her name? Samantha Irvin? Irvine mm-hmm. or whatever? Irvin, yeah. They're like, it is truly amazing what Lacey has overcome. It was so awkward on SmackDown. They're like, she wants you to make sure that you show her the proper respect, so please stand. And people did it!
1: Well, Sean, they can't boo that! Okay, I get it. If they would have done, you know, one week of this, two weeks of this, I think it would have been fine. Like, I get it. They're trying to transform her character. I was not against this. But once they kept doing it so much, that's when they went too far.
0: God. I can't boo her! This is getting iffy. (laughs) This is getting real iffy.
1: I think the problem is, and I feel like the way that I want to say it, it's like, it's almost like they're parading her misfortunes, you know? Like parading them.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of misfortunes, the 24-7 situation with the divorce. Akira Tozawa does not want a divorce. Uh, and he just takes off with the papers. And now that's that's the gimmick. He doesn't want a divorce to happen with Reggie and Dana. Um
1: I didn't even pay attention to this. I didn't even pay attention to this. I'm done. I'm lead. boycotting the twenty-four-seven title picture. I'm done. I think Sean. it could
0: lead to some entertaining stuff, but
1: no, I'm done. I'm done after that wedding. I told you. Look it. <laughs> hey, didn't I make that?
0: Listen, no, Rob it. But listen, Denise. Oh, I thought
1: I made. I'm that. gonna
0: give you a secret. The reason that looks like Danhausen is because that's Danhausen's face. So that's why it looks like. No, Dan
1: I made one. I made a version of my own. I recall. I recall this.
0: please leave a thumbs up. Get your super chats, your humper chats in. We still got plenty to talk about on this show. Alex Diaz says, Sean, once Denise goes off to Hollywood like Roman, will you redo her contract works for fewer dates and these raw post shows? When she goes off to Hollywood, she barely is on the post-pay-per-view shows anymore. She wasn't on post-raw last week.
1: So, Sean... (laughs)
0: she just got a raise
1: hold on so the day that you gave me I don't want to tell you I might as well tell you on the air because I know you won't yell at me in front of everybody
0: (laughs) when When do I yell at you ever never
1: (laughs) you're a little scary (laughs) just kidding I don't want people to believe that no but I'm like I feel a little bit more comfortable telling you on the air that there's two days that I'm not gonna be here uh, and I didn't want to tell you because the day that I found out was the same day you gave me my raise. <laughs> and I didn't want to tell you I was going to be missing two days on the same day that I got my raise. But now that a few days have gone by, I can tell you that there's going to be two shows that I'm not going to be here on.
0: What are those?
1: Uh, the day after Forbidden Door. And sure. uh, for Raw, because I'm going to be on a plane because that was the cheapest flight I can get. So I legitimately uh-huh. have a real real reason. And then I won't be here for Thanksgiving Survivor Series because I'm going on vacation. Okay. That's it. Okay. Okay. I mean, I literally got a message that was like, do you want to go on vacation or do you want to watch Survivor Series? (laughs) I kid you not. And I said, I want to go on vacation. (laughs)
0: Part time in Denise. Pile driver finishes. How many awesome. more, Denise? You're over the limit. And that was before everything. Sonya DeVille is backstage. Adam Pierce has her booked in a match. She's like, Who am I facing? Who am I facing? Yeah, it doesn't matter who I'm facing. Adam Pierce is like, All right. Well, it's Alexa Bliss, as reported by FightfulSelect.com this evening. It also reported that she hit the bricks a couple months ago, three months ago now, uh, after Elimination Chamber because they didn't have anything creative for her. They brought her back. They got her theme song back. She is back to normal a lot more. Um, She's got Lily because they sell those dolls a lot, so why are they getting rid of it? And Alexa Bliss squashed Sonya, which she should have because Sonya, Quite literally, her gimmick is that she's a jobber. That's it. She's a jobber. And that's okay because she's got to have some sort of motivation, some sort of turning point. I got no problem with Alexa Bliss jobbing her out in this context, Denise. What do you think of Alexa being back and the decision for the quick win?
1: So I think the quick win was definitely the way to go. I feel like the way that they have been portraying Sonya as a competitor, it's not the same way that she was being portrayed before that SummerSlam match. Like lately, she's been kind of portrayed as somebody that, you know, she hasn't been wrestling. She's a little rusty, et cetera. She just cares too much about the power and the role. So I did think that the quick victory was perfectly fine. I liked how afterwards Sonya was like having a meltdown because not only did she lose, but she also got fired, right? Like she got fired so um i liked that i thought that was all good i was very happy to see alexa bliss back i i'm i hope I, i'm thinking that she's just gonna come out and have the doll but i don't think she's gonna be doing any more of that like magic type of stuff i think she'll just come out and be like that girl with the doll because they have okay. masks too of lily too when i went to access they had a whole lily section yeah i kid you not a whole lily section it was there
0: that makes sense Makes a lot of sense. Uh, Gorilla Press says, uh, Alexa Bliss has returned. What's up, Sean? What's up, Denise? Good to see you too. A shame that ending was lackluster, but Alexa's back and Sonia, a full-time sports entertainer again, hashtag FTF. So Sonia gets fired as an official. I think it was time because if she had really done all that stuff, she would have been fired. There was no reason to keep her on there. I would like to see some female influence in the authority position because I liked that balance that they had with with Sonia Deville. I don't think it should just be Adam Pierce, but I think it's time for Sonya to do this, and you can use this as the catalyst, as now she can focus on just being a superstar, and now she's a more formidable opponent.
1: Who would they have in that female spot? Would they bring back Paige?
0: Paige, I think, would be great. I mean, Paige's deal was originally up fairly soon, but... I think she would be great. I think there's a lot of people they could kind of bring in. I mean, they could bring in somebody from the past. Like, there's there's plenty of people that they could bring in and do something like that. But, I mean, there's, Adam um, Pierce. There's
1: someone on NXT, and I forget her name. Sorry. Um, she's one of the new girls. And her character, she's going to be in the NXT breakout tournament. Her character mm-hmm. is literally that she was, like, in the corporate world. Huh? Oh, my gosh. I'm forgetting her name. But that would be, like, if they were just going to plug somebody in <clears> to do something <throat> like that, I don't know. That's an idea. I do
0: feel like they should use somebody who is like kind of established in that sense. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like the reason they have Adam Pierce doing it is because he's a producer. I don't think Molly Holly fits in in that role. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's she's a little too nice.
1: They would have to they would have to protect her. None of this goofy stuff. If she was going to come out and do like a very like I'm just going to like I'm if her 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 gimmick was she's literally the fair one. Then, yeah, yeah, it would work. But if not, it's not going to work.
0: Maybe Drew Gulak could settle into that role, too. If they've got him doing a lot of Mike stuff, but they had him wrestle this week as well. Uh, I just hope they add somebody. I think that that would be really good. Uh, My God, Wade Barrett would be really good for that, too. Like, because he's doing the commentary on NXT. But you never know, I guess. That would be be kind of fun, though. But let us know what you guys think. Send us some super chats. Send us some humper chats. Kevin Owens is backstage with Alpha Academy. (laughs) and Gable called in his favors from like DNA labs and stuff to get, (laughs) to get results on Ezekiel. And Kevin Owens is so happy about it, but he says that he's got his brother Ken Owens to take on Ezekiel tonight. Ken Owens comes out and it's very clearly Kevin Owens with a terrible wig and he has painted his beard gray and he's talking to Ezekiel and Ezekiel is pretending like he believes that it's Ken Owens. To the point to where Kevin Owens reveals himself, <laughs> Ezekiel acts shocked. He goes, "You're Kevin like that?" Denise, I love this shit. I think this is I think this is high comedy. Ezekiel acting shocked at Ken Owens. I'm here for it all day. I do not give a damn. It's so stupid, but it's the right kind of stupid. I didn't know Elias could could pull off the comedy stuff like this. Uh, well, it's not Elias. It's Ezekiel. Sorry.
1: I didn't know that either, but I think this only is working because it's Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens is really good at this type of stuff. He's like Sami Zayn. They both have that, that thing, that personality personality portion of themselves that they could uh, be in these comedic situations and not have it look like terrible for them like they ain't coming off like the 24-7 title picture okay uh, it's working for them and even though like even though Kevin Owens who just came off of this feud with Stone Cold Steve Austin and on paper you're like this guy wrestled Stone Cold Steve Austin and then here he is feuding with Ezekiel that's a massive step down like I would be bummed out but he's making it work Um, so this is for the most part it's harmless it's entertaining uh i don't have anything to say about this other than i liked it and i do like him coming out with the gray big old wig and then working himself afterwards too that was good as well uh bless ezekiel you know what this could have been literally a career ender and he too is making it work
0: yeah they're making it work they're doing the best they can uh they are killing it we've got them all attacking Ezekiel afterwards. What what's up?
1: There was somebody on Twitter that said to me that they would have liked if uh, Kevin Owens kept Ken Owens came out talking French.
0: Oh, that would have been good.
1: Right When he said that, I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. He speaks French. That would have been funny. That would have been that like an been extra touch.
0: We've got Mustafa Ali versus Champa. So Miz came out he did a little Sasha Banks thing, but that was funny. Miz is the special guest ref. I, I'll tell you where I had a problem with this. First off, when I see Ali versus Champa, I want to see a really good match. This was the smoke and mirrors stuff. They're not burying Mustafa Ali by having him lose because he, again, he should lose. He's facing a former NXT champion and he's got the Miz working against him as a special guest referee. Here's where they're burying him they are producing this match to make it seem like Ali shouldn't expect Miz to do this. Like when Miz isn't counting the three on time or he's getting in the way, Ali's like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? What do you expect? What would his character expect? You're making his character look stupid. That's how you're, you're essentially burying the character or messing with the character. If you don't want to use that term, you're making him look inept within the context of the story and I'll tell you what people don't like to cheer. Stupid people, at least preventively stupid people. And that is preventably stupid. And this advanced the Miz-Ali storyline. But when I saw this listed on the rundown, I was like, oh, cool, this match. I was super pumped for it. And I was like, ah, it's going to be smoke and mirrors. You have to advance a story. This is more sports entertainment than wrestling, obviously this didn't do it for me. RH said using Ciampa as a match prop unnerved me.
1: Exactly, because the main focus in this was the Miz as a referee. And oh my God, he's counting so slow. And oh my God, now he's counting like this. So the focus wasn't the match itself. It was Miz as a referee.
0: Yeah, and that's really all I can add to that is... I wish I could see the match unimpeded, <laughs> but we couldn't. I'm we probably, s-
1: I'm sure we will down the line in a rematch. Yeah.
0: we got Sasha Banks and Naomi against Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. Uh, I completely loathe the first week that a team is together. You put them against the tag champs. Now, if you're beating them to serve a bigger story, like ke seven seven five says. Do you think we're seeing the end of Nikki's superhero going back into crazy Nikki? I think we're just seeing the end of the superhero, but I don't know about going back into crazy Nikki. The match was fine, but like, what are you going to do to get Nikki and drop back there? Because this is a new team. You should have them win some matches or something. Maybe that will start in the future. But at the very least, I wouldn't have had them against the champs immediately because then if they do get to the title match, well, we've seen this already.
1: Are they an actual team? When did this happen? Last tonight? week.
0: Last week. I didn't watch when last week. Okay, Dewdrop walked up to Nikki after she lost, and she said, you done playing around? You ready to get serious? And Nikki said, yeah, I am. And then they lost tonight.
1: <laughs> well, having that backstory definitely <laughs> happy, helps. Happy birthday, ready Doudrop. Ready to get serious.
0: <laughs> oh, it's her birthday? It was her birthday this weekend. She's, uh, she is legitimately like the sweetest human being ever. Um, but happy birthday, uh, lots of women's matches and segments on the show, but I mean the, the booking of it is still bad because like I said, so say Nikki and do drop, make it to wherever they're going to make it to. Well, we've already seen this match.
1: Okay. That's a bummer. I'm happy to see do drop back. It's been a while since we'd seen her, what, like two months since we actually seen her on raw. Yeah, it's been a hot it's been a hot minute for that. Happy to see her back, and I like the finish the finisher from Sasha Naomi. I I forget what they call it, but I like I liked it. That was good. Uh, I like the fact that they actually gave them a win. They haven't they haven't really I think done enough with Sasha and Naomi as a tag team. I feel like given that they're champions, I think they can add just a little bit more to their presentation. Yeah. And I would like to see that. I was happy that they got this win. I, to be honest, I don't care about Dewdrop and Nikki being a team. I care more about yeah. Sasha and Naomi being a team because that to me is a real team. I don't see Dewdrop and Nikki as a real team. I'm sorry.
0: We last saw Dewdrop getting beaten by Bianca Belair. Get this. Eight times.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's across, right. Wait, we across, saw that match eight times?
0: Across singles and tag matches. Eight times Bianca's Bianca or her team beat them. Woo. Austin Theory had a promo that I really liked as Denise Yawns. She's so bored at work. Look at her.
1: I was hoping you didn't see. How did I not
0: see your
1: how do I don't- oh. I'm sorry?
0: That's you. Apologies. <laughs> Austin Theory does this promo that is out in front of the crowd. It's like an old, like 1989, 1990 promo. I loved it from a production aspect. I really like this. There's a lot of things regarding production that I've liked lately. Denise commentary. I don't know if it's instructed or whatever, but they have really turned up the energy lately. Like they have been a lot more excitable, especially when stakes are on the line, titles are on the line tonight. The upper areas of the arena were lit way better. We saw that on Dynamite last week too. Uh, the, the the venue was lit a lot better. And with this Austin Theory promo, it was with his back to that crowd as opposed to a tight shot in the ring on him. The thing, the reason I like this from a production standpoint is WWE and Pro Wrestling has this propensity to do these crowd cuts over and over again. And to the point to where, like, I don't really give a shit what the guy in the third row is doing. I don't care. I want to see Edge's face when he's coming back after 10 years. I want to see the things that he does. I want to see AJ Styles walk through in his WWE debut. That's what I want to see. Not the person in the ring, not the person in the fifth row. And then when you do these promos like that and you can see the audience, you can kind of see what they're reacting to. I always point to the Maven elimination of Undertaker. Because you could see the crowd reacting in the background without like going to their faces and then being like, oh my God, Ah," and stuff like that. You didn't have to see that. So um, I thought that that promo was pretty good. Do you even remember the promo? No. I knew you didn't. So Austin Theory faced Cody Rhodes in a United States title match. I was shocked and surprised when they announced this because I was like, oh man, cool. And then I thought, shit, I just tweeted that they haven't been doing DQs this week or the last two weeks. Of course they're doing one tonight. And of course they did, Denise. Seth Rollins comes out after a good match, attacks Cody. I kept saying that they needed to do something to give Cody a reason. And... I mean I guess this is a good reason he cost him the US title that is that's a solid reason but the the US title hasn't held enough prestige of late to where I think that he would care that much but he is the American nightmare so maybe one promo he can make me believe that he does he can you know he can say some things like oh well dusty held this title my father hold, held this title, whatever. What do you think?
1: I thought it was going to be a shoe in today that we were going to be seeing a brand new US champion. Really? And I thought, I did. I did. I thought, well, there goes Theory's little Vince McMahon relationship push. I thought, all right, they're going to give Cody the belt, which is why my initial thoughts were, man, this feels like a step down. Uh, this is what I was going to say. I, I I thought that this was a step down of a match for Cody Rhodes, because like you said, that belt is devalued. So why would he want the belt? Nobody I, I, I mean, cares about the U.S. championship I, right I now. I can
0: tell you why he would want the belt legitimately.
1: But tell but, me like on the programming though. I, not, no, no, like, no. I
0: can tell you on the programming why he would. Because his dad won it in 1987.
1: No, but I want Cody to tell us. I know, Sandra, I know. Not you.
0: And and that's the thing. He should say that. He should come out in a promo and he, say, he should say, my father won that title at Starcade in 1987 inside a steel cage. He should say, my brother won that in 1993. He beat some of the greats. He beat Ricky Steamboat. He beat Rick Rude. He should say that. He's like, I wanted to be that guy. And now you've got to face me inside the cage. But the DQs made me so mad. Not mad, but yeah. Bob says, you don't get it. If you give Cody the belt, he'd have to defend it on the PLEs. (laughs) Baco5 says, if they book Cody and Seth in a cell, there better be blood. Rhodes in a cage match and blading. Name a more iconic duo. You're right. I, you know what? I can't remember that Dusty Rhodes uh, Starcade match, but he probably bled in it. Just Joe says Cody Rhodes is going to win Money in the Bank and cash it in at MSG. I don't think they'll do that unless they got TV. I don't think so. Um, we got Ke seven seven five says they usually have two Hell in a Cell matches, so Seth versus Cody and, you know, I I Omos like the-
1: versus Bobby Lashley. Oh,
0: God, no, they're doing the cage match next week. They- yeah.
1: To prepare but, them for the Hell in a Cell. Right. Come on, Sean. Right. Oh, no. I said, I mean, didn't I say this on the show yesterday? I'm pretty sure I said this yesterday.
0: Oh, uh, you're right. Damn it.
1: Just just softening the blow for you a little bit. Who else is there? Oh, they could do maybe like, do you think they'll do like a tag team? I, like I want ju-
0: I want Judgment Day and
1: no oh, Club right. in there.
0: I would love okay. that. I just think they could have a killer match in there.
1: That would be good. That
0: would be good. Asuka and Becky are backstage, Denise and Becky buries the concept of championship contender matches, which I am very excited about because they're dumb and they do not make sense. But Asuka, I thought was great here. Sometimes she's too over the top, but she's like, you went away to be a mother, but you act like a baby, but she did it in her own way. Yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. And also, I do hate these. Like, it's so stupid to book the match that you're expecting to sell on pay-per-view. You book it on Raw. It's so stupid, Denise.
1: Yeah, I agreed. I loved Asuka in this. The whole, you're not a mommy, you're a baby, or you act like a baby. That was really good. That made the whole thing for me. I think they had a really good little interaction there.
0: Well, we had the match, and Bianca's great. Of course, she's great. But it goes to a DQ, NerdGuru said. And this was a a matter of a couple minutes. So there was nothing that we could talk about. Uh, Nurguru says, hate to return to DQs, but I'd rather Bianca and Asuka have a tease of a match as opposed to 10 minutes with no clean finish. Hoping we get a triple threat inside the cell or at least at that pay-per-view. Well, here's the thing, Nurguru. They could have just booked this to be a 15-minute television match because they've got a billion-dollar TV deal. So they should be putting big matches on. Cody says, what direction does WWE do with Becky, Asuka, and Bianca? I, I would love to see them in hell in a cell too. That would be a lot of fun. I think that would be oh, a blast. Be I, I like reasons for matches being in that cell, but I just think the match would own.
1: I thought it was funny too when Adam Pierce was basically when when you had Asuka and Becky arguing about how Becky gave her the handed her the title and, and this and that and Adam Pierce like, that's not even relevant. <laughs> We're all like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs>
0: Valov says the Becky goggles reminded me of the warrior wrestling title. Shout out to Becky for repping them. I love warrior wrestling. I hope I get to go to one of their shows soon. I hope I get to uh, hit Frank the clown with a DDT and then like not talk to him at all. I would love that.
1: They're having a show, uh, I think, right before Forbidden Door.
0: Okay. Michael Key says Cody hitting a moonsault off the cell will be one hell of a visual. I don't think he'll do it off the cell. (laughs) I don't think he'll do that. Denise, tell the people what you got going on.
1: All right, Twitter, at underscore Denise Salcedo. My goal is to get to 100K by the end of the year. Do you think Me I too. can do it, Sean?
0: Yeah, I want to get down to 100K. And then I want to get down to like 10K. And then I want to get rid of my Twitter altogether.
1: <laughs> You've been utilizing your Twitter circles, though. That's been nice. Yeah,
0: I've been. I was going to make a private Twitter. And then I was like, no, I think this Twitter circles works. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah,
1: but- yeah. And then uh, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Check out the Smack Talk Showdown. It is the last and final video for this season. Um, check it out, guys. Seriously, it's a good one. Sean has two competitors and Robbie Fox and Chris Van Vliet. Uh, will Sean be the Smack Talk Showdown champion? Once again, I don't yep. know. Check it out. No spoilers the way I spoiled my last show. But this is a really fun one. And those, if you haven't seen those 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 uh, those episodes, watch them because people really enjoy them.
0: Guys, Sour Graps, I think it'll be live. Like it's live right now as I look. lie it's live right now on fightfulselect.com. Go over there, subscribe. We got plenty of good stuff coming to you this week. Check out Jimmy Vans uh know your news. Oh, and by the way, check out Nordvpn.com slash fightful, the fastest VPN in the world. It can block online trackers. Block malware, block pop-up ads. Denise, look at you, not playing ball. How dare you? you what I do? Block, you can block malware.
1: <laughs> just what did I so do? Un,
0: uninterested. But you know what? I, what do you want me to say? I'm traveling a lot this summer, and I don't want my programs to get geo-blocked. So NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to help me out. I'll be able to watch what I want, when I want, because of that. And not only that, how about this? That big UFC pay-per-view this past weekend, you could have got it at a big-time discount by subscribing to overseas services with NordVPN.com slash Fightful and changing your virtual location with just one click. Tablet, phone, desktop, laptop, PC, router, all that good stuff. And not only that, you get a great deal. 70% off and in an initial month free, plus a 30-day money-back guarantee just in case you don't like it, which you will. You're going to love it. Not only that, how about this? You can avoid price discrimination if you're traveling as much as I am this summer. It's a good time. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can even get WB Network uh, from Canadian subscriptions. Check it out. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. We thank them so much for sponsoring this and all of our shows. Guys, until next time, we're out.